and welcome back to Late Night Murder. I'm your host. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Dang, we're down to one host now. Yeah. I kicked Chase out. I guess I'll just sit here. I fired Chase as a host. He's just the audio guy now. Uh-huh. <laughs> Everyone would stop listening and hate me. <laughs> be like, bring back Chase. There's like, there's like four people that like me. They like you a lot, though. Yeah, that's true. There are. There, I mean, those poor people, they're like, wow, he, you know what? He does things. Yeah. He's, he's not an asshole. <laughs> this week, we'll be going back to Ada, Oklahoma, and we'll be talking about the disappearance and unexplained death of Brittany Tiger and everything that has been happening in that case and bring you up to date. So once again, we wanted to thank all of the true crime community and especially the listeners who have rated and reviewed the podcast your reviews mean everything to us it makes us so excited we blow each other's phones up every time we see one you guys are killing it in the review department definitely trigger warning this episode contains descriptions of murder i just wanted to give you guys a heads up that that is in this episode This story is a little bit more solved than the previous the one, though. That's, that's great. That's good. So as you guys may have noticed, last week's episode was a little short, and this one is coming to you on Monday. So we just wanted to kind of give you another little bonus episode since last week's was shorter. Hooray! <laughs> so like I said, we're going back to Ada, Oklahoma. Okay. We're going to be talking about Brittany Tiger. A little background on her. She is the youngest of three sisters, and she is a Native American woman as well. I couldn't find what tribe she was a part of, so I just kind of wanted to briefly mention the five more common tribes in that area of Oklahoma. And I'm sorry if I butcher these ahead of time. So there is the Choctaw, the Chickasaw, the Seminole, the Cherokee, and the Creek. Okay. So these are described as the more, quote, civilized tribes in the area, and they're mentioned as being more, quote, civilized because these tribes uh, were described that way back in the day. Okay. By English settlers. They're like, oh, these tribes are more civilized than the other ones. So. Okay, so we're talking like a long time ago. Yeah, a long, long time ago. Yeah, that sounded uh, like a pretty dated way to, to say anything, so. Yeah. Just wanted to put that out there. That wasn't us marking them as civilized. Yeah, that's, so. that's a weird thing to say. Yeah. So, like I said, I don't know what tribe she was. Uh, she's 26 years old at this time. She's remembered by being a dedicated mom to three kids who are 9, 7, and 4 at the time of this story. Okay. In September of 2017, Brittany gets married to a man named Will Gomez. Okay. And he is not the biological dad to any of the kids, but everything seemed to be fine, seemed to be a good stepdad, that sort of thing. So, like, it was okay. So that's kind of just a little bit of background about Brittany and kind of her family situation. Gotcha. She gets married in September. We're going to skip forward to five months later in February of 2018 now. All right. So all three of the kids are staying the night with their bio dads. Like, I think two of, there were two bio dads involved, I think. Okay. So all the kids were away from mom. 
like mom and Will, Brittany and Will, were getting some much needed rest, time away from the kids. Right, right on. So Will's account of the night, according to NBC News, was that he and Brittany had gone to bed early to get some rest. Like I said, you finally have kid free time and you take a nap. Yeah, you don't. You don't well, they drain all of your energy. Yeah, they do. So then even when they're, you know, you're, you don't have them, you're like, all right, I still want to go to bed. Yep. <laughs> so Will says that he woke up around 3 a.m. that night, like in the middle of the night, and he saw that Brittany had left. She just left, huh? Was not in the bed anymore. Okay. Uh, a little background to this. The night before they had gone to sleep, Brittany's mom, Bernadine, had gotten text messages from Brittany around 11 p.m. that night, so probably right before they went to bed sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Brittany had texted her mom and said that she was going to leave Will. She said, quote, I need a break from Will. I'm going to stay with my sister in Texas, end quote. Oh, okay. And then she, her mom gets another text about an hour later saying that she was fine and she was just having trouble with her phone. Uh, I already don't like this. So they, what, they're having problems, I guess? Yeah. Is he a dick? Ugh. I'll let you be the judge of that. Okay. There's nothing really like in the history that I could find that he had previously been a dick, but I'll leave the final verdict up to you. Okay. Because he does some really weird shit coming up. All right. So after the night where Will and Brittany go to bed, Will wakes up at 3 a.m., Brittany's gone. Uh, life goes on. Okay. Uh, about a week, a little over a week after... Brittany had texted her mom those messages of, hey, I'm going to leave Will, and then said, just kidding, I'm fine, my phone's being weird. Brittany's family starts to realize that none of them had heard from her in the past week or so. Okay. So on February 19th, Brittany's half-sister reports her missing with police, and then so police go to Brittany's home and do a welfare check. Okay. And then... Yeah. I'm assuming she's not there then when the police arrive. Yeah, so she's not there when police arrive. However, this Ada police officer, Brian Engel, he took Will's statement at this time because Will was at the house. Uh-huh. Will said that Brittany must have left him while he was sleeping that night. She took a few hoodies, a makeup bag, and left willingly. Okay. The weird part about this is that it would have been on foot because neither Brittany nor Will owned a car. Okay. Oh, she's... Okay. She just grabbed hoodies, her makeup, and left. Okay. Unless some maybe somebody would come pick her up. Well, that's another weird thing. So Brittany's family apparently lived less than a mile away from her house with Will. Oh, okay. Well, that would make more sense that she would leave then with just, like, walk over there. Yeah, especially if her phone was being weird. Well... Like, maybe her phone wasn't, like, sending text messages or whatever. Like... If you leave in the middle of the night with just a couple of things, you can you can walk like less than a mile to get to, you know? Right. It's weird for sure. It's weird. I'm just saying that 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 is possible. She could have just left on foot. That's like especially if they live that close. Mm. But her family hasn't seen her in the week. Right. So that's But the... he doesn't know that when he's giving this statement. Does he? Or is he just an idiot? No, he does not know at this time. Okay. Okay. He actually hasn't talked to Brittany's family in this 
entire week. But we'll get into that. Okay. It's another weird little thing. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm wondering. All right. So as this police officer is taking Will's statement, Will didn't seem too concerned with finding Brittany, uh, says the police department when they're interviewed about this later. Uh, Will was actually quoted as saying it wasn't unusual that Brittany was missing, as it was the norm for her to go missing for a few weeks at a time. Uh, Brittany's sister, when asked about this, says her name's Jessica. She calls total bullshit. Yeah. And she said that Brittany would have not left her kids like that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So Will goes on in his statement to tell police that when Brittany had first disappeared... Will felt completely comfortable going on about his typical routine and even left the city for a little bit. Wouldn't it be weird if your wife never came home? Yeah, I'm not leaving. Yeah. So he didn't... The reason he gave for not immediately reporting her missing... Are you sitting down? You can see me. I am sitting down. I know. I'm asking everyone else also. Oh, okay. That would make more sense. Yeah, I can see you. Yeah. Uh, He says that he didn't think a detective was on duty when she went missing, so he didn't report her missing because it was 3 a.m. He doesn't. Oh yeah, the police are closed right now. Yeah, it's like a McDonald's. You know, they they close sometimes. I'm pretty sure. But my question with that is, if that's your reasoning, why didn't you do it when you woke up the next day? Yeah, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Man, check that is dumb. That's real dumb. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, get. What an idiot. Okay. Like I said, he does some weird shit. God, even off the top of your head, that's the best you could come up with, huh? Yep. The police are closed right now. (laughs) I don't get it. I don't either. So, like I said, Will had left town for a little bit. He actually traveled to his dad's house in Shawnee, Oklahoma, which is about 50 miles away from where they lived. Okay. So that's a drive? That's a drive. Like, I feel like if you do leave town, you're not going to go very far in case something happens and you need to be back. I'm not leaving town if my wife is missing. That's good to know. Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. So Jessica, Brittany's sister, she says that during this week, the family did not hear, quote, one peep from Will, even to ask if Brittany was with them. Like, Will just did not seem phased, didn't give a... Flying hootin' nanny. Yeah. About any of this. Flying hootin' nanny. That's crazy. It's just like, oh, my lo- my wife left. I haven't heard anything. It's cool, though. That's that's crazy that he is thinking that no one's going to put this together. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to make yourself look like a prime suspect, that's exactly how you do it. Yeah, right this there. Is prime suspect 101. Yeah. So obviously, with Brittany not being at her family's house, Brittany not being at her own house, the police start searching for her. Mm-hmm. So again, that was around February 19th, 2018. Okay. And these last two cases are very recent. Mm-hmm. They are. So we'll skip forward about a month after she had gone missing to March 16th. A local cattleman came upon a body in a wooded area by... I'm going to butcher this name, so I apologize in advance. Kulahama Indian Stomp Grounds, which is about 15 miles from Brittany's house. Okay. And so I didn't know what the stomp grounds were in tribal culture. They're actually described as a traditional way for tribes to show appreciation and religious things. It's like a sacred place, kind of like their church sort of area. Okay. Yeah, I've never heard of any of this stuff. So then they did 
the identification and it was proved to be Brittany's body. Okay. So let's get into the autopsy report. All right. So the cause of death is listed as unknown. Okay. Keep that in your mind. All right. It also reports that Brittany's body was found lying on her back with her hands above her head. Okay. You got it kind of pictured. Yeah. So her clothes were pulled up and her body was laid out kind of like she was drugged to that spot from the road, like by her hands. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there was dark hair found in, on both of her hands and a red hemorrhage on the side of her chest. Okay. I just think it's weird. There's like obvious signs of trauma, but the cause of death is unknown. Yeah, I'm not sure what that means exactly. So I thought it was weird that it was ruled, it wasn't ruled as suspicious, uh, but maybe it's in the details of what you can or can't choose on the death certificate because I know sometimes, I don't know if it's all times, there's like little check boxes that people, that the coroners have to choose from. For cause of death and manner of death. Okay, so they just didn't know exactly. Yeah, so I think that's what it was from, but it's still weird. Mm-hmm. So her body had decomposed enough that the family actually had to give her a closed casket funeral. That's sad. Mm-hmm. And when asked about this, her sister Jessica says, quote, she had a little piece missing from her lip, and I think she was missing an eye, probably from where the animals got her, end quote. Mm-hmm. So remember that Ada police officer from before, Brian Engel? Mm-hmm. He was interviewed around the time of the funeral and when they found the body. He told reporters that this case would be investigated as a homicide. Okay, good. Yep. But if you fast forward a year later in 2019, when asked by reporters the same question, Engel states to Dateline that there is no current evidence that this case needs to be treated as a homicide. Okay. So with Ada being... Go ahead. No, that just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, so in 2018, the officer's like, oh yeah, this is a homicide, we're going to treat it as one, even though the cause of death is unknown. Fast forward to a year later, the case still isn't solved. And when asked again, he's like, oh... I don't I don't see any way this could be a homicide. Okay, well what had happened between that amount of time then? To make him change his mind. So it's kind of up in the air a little bit. So local authorities had spoken to Verify News Network hinting that it could have been a darker reason for Britney's death other than just straight murder. They started talking about like an underground human trafficking ring where operatives would get individuals addicted to drugs so they would be able to prostitute them and traffic them to other parts of the country. Whoa, okay. And that seems a little far-fetched. There is one thing, I guess, in the autopsy that somewhat substantiated this. So when they did the toxicology report, a mm -hmm. teeny amount of methamphetamine was found in her blood. Okay. Um, so with that news and Ada being a smaller town, rumors had started flying through the air in this year between 2018 and 2019. And it was reported that Brittany uh, 
had used drugs quite a bit before and things like that. Like they were trying to paint a bad picture of her and were saying things like, oh, she lived a hard lifestyle. That's that's why this happened to her sort of thing. Okay, but it's if it's a homicide, it's still a homicide. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it gets a little frustrating. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm definitely a little frustrated because there's nothing that they didn't, it doesn't sound like they discovered anything that it was like, oh, mm-hmm. it's it's not a homicide now. Yeah, I mean. How could you rule that out? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, oh. I get not being able to rule it in, but how do you rule it out? Right. And I mean, they could be keeping things close to the vest. You never know, but. Right. Okay. Let's carry on. So as these rumors were flying around about Brittany being a drug addict and living a harder lifestyle, that sort of thing. Her sister, Jessica, stated that, quote, people are putting it out there that she did drugs and she was this person or that. Brittany came over, played with her kids, helped to cook. She did other things, helped with the church. Everyone has rough patches. That wasn't my sister. She was not this druggy." end quote. Got it. That would be really hard. It would. You shouldn't have to defend your loved one while you try to mourn them. And you're also trying to find out what happened to them. Yeah. All of this at the same time. It's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Like, I couldn't imagine that. Yeah. So all that's happening in 2019. Still going unsolved. Okay. So let's skip forward to March of 2020. I know that year has a certain place in all of our hearts in mm. the deepest, darkest hole. Yeah. However, in this case, in March of 2020, a man from Ada named Bodie Chance Barnes. That's a name. Okay. He was arrested by Potomac County District Court with unlawful disposal of a deceased corpse. What? That's a charge? Mm-hmm. Unlawful disposal of a deceased corpse. What the hell does that mean? That means you got rid of a dead body. Unlawfully. Ill- illegally. Yeah, but... Whoa, that's just a... you trying to figure out how to do it legally? Yeah, I mean, like, what? how is that a charge? That's so weird. What is he? Is that... So... I'm so confused. Okay. What questions do you have? I don't understand how... What is it, the only charge? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm just... Okay, I'm going to just let you go ahead because I'm so confused about what that could mean. Okay, so I think this might explain it a little, and then if you still have questions, we'll try to hash it out. Okay. So according to a local news station article, uh, police had had several tips that actually connected Barnes to Brittany. Okay. So one of Brittany's neighbors said that they saw Bodie and an unidentified man carrying a suitcase out of an apartment at night. And they went to police when they learned Brittany was missing about two weeks after they had seen this suitcase being carried out by two full-grown men. Okay. 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 Another person went to police and said that Barnes had gone to that w- the the second witness and had made comments to her about getting rid of Brittany's body. Okay. And then a third witness, or a third tip, excuse me, came in from someone who was in an AA meeting with Barnes and that Barnes had told him he needed to help to get rid of a body. What the hell is this guy doing? Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so you're... Wouldn't that be something else other than that, though? Wouldn't that be, like, some sort of accessory to murder or something? Because unless you're just helping get rid of the body, that's what this charge is? Mm-hmm. That is the most ridiculous thing. They didn't... They don't have it ruled as a homicide. Oh, fuck. That's right. Oh, my... Well, what? Well, you remember in the movie What's Eating Gilbert Grape, how mom dies, and then they didn't want all of, like, the embarrassment of having to, like, cut her out of the house or whatever, so they burn the house? No. Have you never seen that movie? No, I've never seen that movie. Oh. Spoiler. Hmm. Okay. So... So you're going to tell me that right now... If somebody died, mm-hmm. there's a lawful way you could dispose of their body. Yeah, you call the police. You call the ambulance. But what the fuck? That's so weird to me. I don't understand that. That's just a weird charge. So, I understand what it means. It's just that's really weird. I've never heard that before. So what they're saying is, what I get from it, is they can't prove that he had anything to do with her death. However, they have everything, or they have enough against him to say that he moved the body into that ditch okay but the behavior of moving this body into a ditch is not enough to say that this is a homicide is that what you're gonna try and tell me right now that's what they're trying to tell everybody oh my god yeah okay (laughs) and i mean maybe they have evidence that barnes didn't murder her but then remember there's that second guy that was helping with the suitcase maybe they think he did it and barnes just helped dispose of the body i don't give shit this is a homicide i know not according to the ada police department that doesn't make any sense to me what are you guys talking about nobody needs to do that if it's if they if someone just keeled over dead you're gonna call the the fucking the ambulance like you said good lord yeah that's i'm pretty sure that's the only lawful way or like if your loved ones like on like hospice or something you call it like, whatever. The right. hospice company. Right. That's just... Mm-hmm. That is blowing the... my mind right now. Yep. Okay. So that is what he's charged with. Uh, he is actually the only arrest that has happened in connection with Britney's case as of this moment. As of this moment in the story or as of this moment in life? In the story. Okay. So... The last case, you got me all nervous. I know. I even wrote in here, and I said, if Barnes is arrested for disposal of a body, he's got to be connected with someone who can be arrested for her murder, right? Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But they're they're still trying to say it's not a murder. So then I also... This is infuriating. I'm getting irritated. I know. So like I said, police could just be keeping this stuff close to the vest while they get more information, because that guy who was helping him with the suitcase, he's still unidentified. Okay. Just so you know kind of what this charge holds as a bond. It's a $500,000 bond. Okay. And then he also gets booked for another charge. It's a $250,000 bond. This charge is for preventing a witness to testify. But that's a separate case entirely. What the hell does that mean? This is the most confusing. All right. Just go on. Moving on. So I don't know what case that one's connected to. But he had a warrant for preventing a witness to testify. Oh, this is like a completely separate deal. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, once they book him for the Britney thing, they're like, oh, you uh, have you this have other one. Wow, yeah. okay. Sorry, did that clear that part up? Yeah. What the fuck? Yep. 
So then, like we spoke about last week, this case was also affected by the McGirt versus Oklahoma ruling right? from yep. July of 2020. And I went into a lot more detail about what that case did last week, so I'm just going to briefly cover it this week. So this ruling states that the state of Oklahoma does not have jurisdiction to prosecute cases that involve tribal citizens or happen on tribal land. So it, uh, it's due to their reservations not being disestablished by Congress yet. And so pretty much what that means is the state's department has to drop the case and then the federal government has to decide if they want to pick the case up. Got it. So with this going into effect, Barnes's case is dismissed in November of 2020 due to this ruling. Mm-hmm. And as of this moment, Brittany's case is currently sitting in limbo, waiting for the federal court to pick oh it up. Oh my God. And so I can't find any updates after the case was dropped. Two so, episodes in a row right now? I know, I know. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, like I said, I can't find any updates, so it seems like there's no movement so far. They dropped the case. The state dropped the case in November of 2020, and I'm just waiting to see if federal charges will happen. Okay, but I still, like, we really don't know a whole lot about what evidence exists either. Nope. We don't know that. I just know, I know for a fact that if it's not a homicide, that's pretty weird that people are disposing of a body illegally. Mm -hmm. Weird charge. So I know, and there was another thing that I mentioned earlier that I forgot to bring up in like a bigger point. And it was when they were doing the autopsy, they found dark hair on both of her hands. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if, like, she was grasping it or if it was, like, in her fingernails and between her hands. So I wonder if that was even her hair or was it someone else's hair, that you, sort you of would, thing. You would think they would test that. I'm sure that they, they will. I mean, I, I yeah. would hope. And, I mean, I don't know how much they have of it. Maybe they only have enough for, like, is it this guy kind of thing? Like, oh, we have a suspect. Let's test it against him sort of thing or... Because, you know, a lot of the times when they run DNA tests, it deteriorates the material and it leaves you with less to test later. Right, right. So, yeah, so that's where this case sits currently. Uh, Jessica's sister had something kind of that I thought wrapped this up really nicely. As nice as it can be wrapped up. Of course, it's not officially over. Yeah, but I would like it to be wrapped up. I know, I know. It's bad. I don't like it. I know. So her sister Jessica says that, quote, if it was your family member, if it was your sister, wouldn't you want justice served for them? Wouldn't you want the truth to come out, end quotes? You're damn right. Mm-hmm. So, again, if you have any information whatsoever pertaining to this case, uh, please contact Ada Police Department at 580-332-4466, and we'll list that phone number in the show notes, of course. <sighs> This is what Brittany looked like, and you can tell she's a really pretty girl, too. I mean, she was only 26. Oh, yeah. Yep, she is very pretty. So then I was able to find Brittany's obituary. hmm And then I think this part really summed up kind of who she actually was, rumors or no rumors. It says, quote, Brittany enjoyed life. Her love for her family and others was one of Brittany's endearing qualities. She will be missed by all who knew and loved her. Spending time with her family was the highlight of her life, 
and she would never miss an opportunity to be reunited with them. Those cherished memories will always be with us and stay forever in our hearts. End quote. That sucks. That is the unsolved murder, possibly murder, probably murder, let's be honest here, people, of Brittany Tiger. I hate this. It's just I feel so bad because normally at the end of these, there's like some sort of resolution to it. I know. And then we get to say, oh, okay, well, at least that asshole is going to be locked up forever or, Mm -hmm. you know, something like that. But it just, that stinks. I don't know. Yeah, and, like, the families have justice in those cases. But I feel like it's really important to tell these stories, too, because these families deserve justice. And who knows, maybe someone will hear our episode about it and know something and go to the police and break the case wide open. You never know. I don't know. Stranger things have happened, I suppose, but it's just, that's a crazy one. There, it seems like they're, I don't know, I guess we're waiting at this point. Yeah, we're things waiting. Things could still happen, so. Mm-hmm. All right, well, thank, thanks for listening to that. I'm, dang. So thanks for joining us for a bonus episode of Late Night Murder Podcast this week. We'll definitely still be giving you your regular, regularly scheduled episode on Thursday. Sounds good. Well, we'll see you guys on Thursday. Okay, bye. To stay up to date at everything happening with Late Night Murder Podcast, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Late Night Murder Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at LN Murder Podcast. And of course, you can follow along on TikTok as well at Late Night Murder Podcast. If you have a case that you would like to submit, feel free to go to any of our social media pages. And there is a link in the bio where you can submit that case. Again, thank you so much for rating and reviewing the podcast on all your favorite platforms. It helps us reach a larger audience, and we love reading them. You can listen to Late Night Murder Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Okay, we'll see you guys in a couple days, I guess, on Thursday. Yep. See you guys Thursday. Bye. Bye.